Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. Man, what a busy week. I have been absolutely slammed. Too much to even really go into. But uh, I will tell you this, this week I was approved for my business license here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And that's really exciting because... It's not that easy to get one here, believe it or not. Uh, I guess it's just because um, there is so much happening, you know, because I've had business licenses all over the place, of course, in North Carolina and Puerto Rico, and, you know, I've developed all kinds of um, businesses for folks here and there, but uh, getting one here in Vegas was kind of tricky, but I've got it, and that means I am now poised to begin creating some attractions here this year. And I'm not ready to tell you yet what I am creating first. But, believe it or not, if all goes according to plan, I may have my first one available just in a couple of weeks, right around early April. Isn't that something? It's hard to believe that it's almost April, and, you know, April is a very weird month. If you've been listening to me for a while, you know I'm always talking about how that it's tricky, it's iffy to try to do things in April, because April can often be a bad luck month. So I wouldn't ordinarily try to open a business in April, but actually for this particular business... I think the weirdness will be an asset. I think it will work for us. And so you'll see what I mean when I finally announce this. But it's pretty darn exciting. And it's a lot of fun to do so, you know, something this creative in a big place like Vegas, which is the entertainment capital of the world. So I'm very happy about that. But yes, April, you know, it's a month that starts off with April Fool's Day. And of course, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about that as we get closer to April, but I tell you, I don't know if you're the kind of person who likes to play an April Fool's prank. Uh, When I grew up, I, everybody in my family were big pranksters. My my mom, uh, my dad to a certain extent, not as much as my mom, but my sister, myself, um, but yeah, my mom and myself, we were always playing jokes and tricking. And now at this point in life, I don't really do that kind of thing too much because um, I guess I'm worried I'm just going to accidentally piss somebody off. <laughs> you don't care so much when you're a, you're a kid or whatever. Um, but I was thinking about the fact if you're the type of person who likes to play a prank or do something, this just entered my mind the other day. And this is a funny, just quirky little story I'm going to share with you. Because it occurred to me that this is a very easy way to sort of freak somebody out for a minute or two if you want to do that. And if it's good for me to plant a seed like this now so you have a little time to think about it before April 1st comes around. Again, I'm just talking out loud here, telling you about this moment. So, a few years ago, I uh, I was on a television shoot. And my day started out pretty typically before that. You know, I got up, I went to the kitchen, made myself a little breakfast or whatever, um, you know, got in the car, 
drove to the set. I was shooting in the town I was in at the time. I didn't have to get on an airplane. So anyway, I'm on the set, and I'm getting ready to start filming. And this was probably, I don't know, um, it, you know, it was maybe like 9.30 in the morning. And I got this text from Lauren. I'd, had, I'd gotten up earlier from her earlier than her so I, I didn't really get to talk to her that morning so I got this text from her and all it says is and this is one of the most horrible texts I've ever gotten in my life the only thing the text said was please tell me you did not use that spoon next to the sink this morning now the reality is I, in fact, had used the spoon next to the sink. Now, do you know what runs through your mind when you get a dire message that just says, please tell me you didn't put this thing in your mouth? All right? So I say, what the hell is going on here? I, I, it's, it sounds like I need to possibly know something immediately. So I, I stop everything on the set. I get Lauren on the phone. I said, what What are you talking about? What do you mean? What, 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 what's the deal with the spoon? She said, that's the spoon that I use for the dog. Now, there are a lot of ways to potentially use a spoon on a dog. So I'm like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Are you, do you stick this up the dog's ass? Uh, what are you doing? She goes, well, no, I, I, I feed her her medicine in that spoon there. And I and I said, well, okay. So the worst we're talking about is maybe some dog slobber. And she said, well, yeah, I rinsed it off. And I was like, that's it? Yeah, now, look, I'm not happy about that. But um, I, I can live with that. I can live with that. But so I get off the phone. I tell everybody, okay, my wife just freaked me out. All it took was a text message saying that. Now, if you want to pull off something similar, and again, I'm not encouraging you to do this, but here's what you have to do. you got to figure out how to plant some kind of eating utensil that you know your loved one is going to use that day. You figure out how to do that on your own, and then you wait to just the right time, and you just send that text Oh my God, please tell me you didn't use that. And see what kind of a reaction that you get. That's my little advice, my tip for you, on how you can pull off a little April Fool's prank. And if you decide to do that, feel free to email me and tell me what you did and what the reaction was. Hate to put you up to no good, but that's probably a much better prank than other pranks. And of course, I'm not telling you to actually do something nasty to the utensil. You just trick them for a minute and tell them something a little nasty and see what kind of a reaction you get. That's one thing you might consider doing for April Fool's Day. So, that said, I'm not going to give you any more prank ideas. But, of course, we have plenty going on between now and April Fool's Day. In a few days, it will be St. Patrick's Day, and everybody is already getting geared up to party and traveling to new places, and hopefully they're not getting caught up in this terrible weather that's hit so much of the country. I mean, delays and cancellations everywhere, 
because of the planes that are being recalled and then you know this the storm that's sweeping across the middle section of the country hopefully you're not in the middle of all that and you'll have an opportunity to go out and have some fun and enjoy yourself for St. Patrick's Day and since that St. Patrick's Day is coming up here in a few days uh, soon I'm going to leave a podcast for you where I talk a little more about little people this is something that I like to to get into um, around St. Patrick's Day and I have something that I want to share with you that I've never shared with you before that I think you might really enjoy that'll tie right in nicely so maybe I'll do that tomorrow or certainly Saturday because I don't think I'm going to try to send you anything on Sunday you'll probably be too preoccupied but anyway there's a lot of interesting stuff going on I have a lot of breaking news for you soon Uh, new projects on the way I've I've got the revised version of the mosquito contract and uh, so I'll be looking at that and hopefully we'll get that rolling soon but Today, I started getting messages from people with a link to this news story saying that scientists have built the world's time machine in an experiment which defies the laws of physics. And I thought, oh no, did they beat me to it? It wouldn't be that surprising. I think we're getting pretty close. But... On the other hand, it is surprising to think in general, you know, that that, that could, could happen at all. You know, it's a big deal regardless. But I was like, oh, man, I've, you know, I'm, I'm still working on my experiments this year to see if I can create something that will reverse time. So I jumped on the net and I started reading these stories from different sources. And the first one that I read, I'm looking at it right now is from MSN, and the headline is Scientist Reverse Time with Quantum Computer in Breakthrough Study. Okay, so that sounds pretty solid, and I thought, really? It starts off by saying, Scientists have reversed the direction of time with the quantum computer. And then I started reading this, and I was finding it kind of difficult to understand what they were talking about. It seemed like they were beating around the bush a little bit. And so then I I, I read this other version of the article from The Sun in the UK. And their headline was, Quantum Time, uh, Scientists Have Built World's First Time Machine, an Experiment Which Defies the Laws of Physics. Once again, sounds pretty bold, doesn't it? But then I read the first line of that article, and the first line is, Scientists have built the world's first time machine, sort of. I was like, huh? What What does that mean, sort of? And then I started reading that article. And then finally, today, uh, just hours ago, MIT put out this article from the MIT Technology Review. And their headline is, No, Scientists Didn't Just Reverse Time with a Quantum Computer. Um, so it turns out this is actually a bullshit headline, which is why the after I was reading it, I still wasn't exactly clear on why this claim was being made. It's a kind of a complicated article and it goes in a lot of circles regardless of, you know, how you read it. But here is what MIT has said and this is what I gathered. They said um amazing headlines about time machines are a long way off the mark 
If you believe what you read on the internet, it's been an exciting 24 hours for quantum physics. The headlines have been incredible. Newsweek, Discover, um, Cosmopolitan, there are many, many more. And it says, um, in, in this article, the authors claim to performed an experiment that opens up lines of research and their words toward investigating time reversal and backward time flow. It says, if you had difficulty understanding how scientists accomplished such a counterintuitive feat, don't worry, they didn't. I think the best way to capture an explanation for what they've done here is they said they really used a computer in order to take something and rewind it, but they didn't do that by changing the flow of time. This is a quote. They say, think about pressing rewind on a video. That quote-unquote reverses the flow of time in a way. If you've never seen it before, it's kind of neat. It might let you see things like steam flowing back into a tea kettle or Humpty Dumpty spontaneously assembling from a jumble of broken pieces that appear to reverse the arrow of time. But they're saying that this is simply an appearance says this paper is only describing a quantum computing version of such a video running in reverse and then they give other examples of this so there's no point in me digging um too deeply into this because they are clarifying that you know what they're what they've done may have some some use in some new features for quantum computing but this is not time travel by any stretch of the imagination and they have not reversed time any more than you are reversing time by rewinding a video so that makes more sense and that shows you why when i was reading these articles it was i it wasn't quite making sense to me how they were um how they were making such a bold claim So that's too bad, but it just goes to show you have to be careful what you read on the internet, and you have to use your own judgment, and you can't rush to any judgment. But thank you all for sending that to me, and uh, hopefully I've sort of clarified that for you. So that means, well, the challenge is still out there. It's still on the table. It's still anybody's game. So uh, maybe I still will be able to take credit one of these days, maybe even this year, for spearheading some experiments that actually do reverse time that will be a real time machine but we're just not there yet and of course i'm uh, working with some things that are a lot different than just what you do with computer software i'm looking at more physical aspects of how mother nature appears to function so i'll keep you updated on all that And, um, you know, I just have so many things that I'll be discussing with you soon. I'm working still on batch number two of the Miraculous Prayer Boards. Mobius asked me to let you know that all of them have been shipped so far. So if you haven't received yours, you'll probably have it any day. But I've still got supplies to continue making some in batch number two. So uh, I'll be getting those out there. If you are interested in one, just go to joshuapwarren.com. There's no period after the P if you go to joshuapwarren.com, and you'll find the link there at the top. 
in yellow to the uh, Miraculous Prayer Boards or the Wishing Machines. Of course, they are very, very popular now that the short documentary has been released. And so um, you'll learn about all that at joshuapwarren.com. You'll also find a link to this podcast, and it's called Joshua P. Warren Daily. Always short, always free, and it's independent uncensored if you click that link you can subscribe through various means or follow me on twitter at joshua p warren at joshua p warren and i will tweet when a new one is available so i'll be talking to you again soon about little men (laughs) thank you for listening thanks for your interest and support thank you for staying curious and i will talk to you again soon